have you turned into <laughs> Philip Schofield and Holly Willoughby? <laughs> At least Where's I'm not my... going to snort like Holly. <sighs> okay, breathe. Back in the room. <sighs> okay. <clears throat> Ready? <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Cheers! <laughs> How many takes have we had so far? Oh, God, I'm exhausted. <laughs> we haven't even started yet. Oh, we, we have. Welcome <laughs> to episode whatever. 36. Two, 36. There were two yes. bottles in. Um, if you missed last week's episode... Um, <laughs> Uh, do, you remember when, do you remember when we said, yeah, we're going to be doing these regularly now because we need to keep you guys company during <laughs> COVID. Yeah, do you remember that? And when was the last episode? April! <laughs> it's yes. now September! Um, oh. We are awfully sorry for the delay, but you know. Yes, yeah, us babes. Yeah, we, we, we tried, but we failed. Um, life, life gets in the way. You've got a kid to raise. Oh. I've got shopping to do. You do. You really oh do. God, some shopping. <sighs> so, anyway, we are back. Mm. And, um, yeah. What's going on, Biggs? Well, let's start off first, because that's the whole point of the podcast. What are you drinking? Oh, babes, well, tonight, very special. Uh, drinking a uh, Taste the Difference. Oh, I've, I've just seen what they've done there. That's very clever. They've got a little logo, Taste the Difference logo. From Sainsbury's, um, Pinot Grigio Blush. Lush. Uh, <laughs> and, yeah, it's lovely. Vignetti delle Dolomiti. Oh, that's your actual Italian. Yeah, thank you. Uh, and it was, yeah, I think it was seven ninety nine from Sainsbury's. It's really nice. It's really fruity. I may have put a grape in it, just oh. so it was a bit special. Uh, but yeah, really nice, actually. Uh, I've really enjoyed drinking it because I am on my third glass now. <laughs> Which wow, I think shows. Anyway, Pitt, what are you on? What are you drinking? What's going on? Well, I am working my way through uh, the last quarter of a bottle of wine that was in the wine cooler. But oh. it was the last of the bottle, so unless you want me to go foraging through a bin, I've got no idea what I'm drinking. <laughs> but the bottle I've got lined up for the rest of the episode, mm-hmm. it's Wolf Blass. It's Wolf Blass. Oh, a classic newsagent. It's uh, a 2020, very good year. For yeah. nobody. <laughs> um, it's a Chardonnay Semillon. It's okay. a Chardonnay Semillon. Oh, a buttery one then. Buttery and so, um So that's what I'm on. It was that or vodka and coke, and I thought, mm. I think you did vod last last time, so. It's yeah, only Wednesday. Let's not vod it up. Yeah, extreme so, yeah. Wednesday. So, um, what have you been up to for the last five months? Oh, God. I can't even remember. I can't remember what I did yesterday. So, this will be good. Uh, Yeah, not really much. Um, uh, The only, I suppose, big thing is that my um, little... Well, I was going to call her a sassy pants, but that's probably too mild a word. Uh, I don't know. It's a good drag name. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. so Sophia is going is going to nursery and it's been Can you imagine? I know. It's been a massive dilemma because nurseries are just the hardest thing in the world. Why didn't anybody warn me? It's ridiculous. Can't believe the whole process and the whole thing is just ridiculous. So anyway, over with. She's found a nursery, she loves it, I love them, they're wicked. And yeah, so that's that's sort of the big thing. But yeah, apart from that, cracking on with work. Cracking on with life, you know, usual. Mm. Nothing much really. It's kind of like it's weird now that we're kind of out of lockdown because I should be sort of doing more, but I haven't. It's, I don't know about you. No, I mean I'm back out there. You know, oh, yeah. I'm back out there. You're socialising, mixing, mixing with the peeps. You yeah, know, because you know it They've is my job. It. It's my job. I have to do these things. They mm-hmm. pay me to do it. 
Um, but yeah, back out of there, really. Had a little holiday, went to Guernsey. <gasps> you did? That was amazing. Lush. It was a lovely holiday. Um, yeah, a bit of a staycation with a flight. <laughs> which, with... which is kind of nice, right? Because you kind of feel like oh, you're going that abroad. Post, that poor stewardess. God. <laughs> Hot meal and two glasses of champagne in 40 minutes. She was rushed off her feet. But I said, honey, step it. <laughs> and did so. and, and have you ever been to Guernsey before? No, neither of us had. We were supposed to be going to California. But hey, who knows oh, California when you've got the Guernsey? But what do you but think? What, Guernsey, what's, what's your opinion? Guernsey's beautiful. It's tiny. So you can get anywhere very quickly. Um, VAT free shopping. Oh, really? So, amazing for clothes. And um, no face masks anywhere. Oh, really? Whatever, was everybody so respectful? Low. Cases are so low that they've, they've not been wearing masks for months. So Okay, so there's no need a... to be respectful either. No, it's just spaces. it's just not it's not a thing. Right. Like public transport anywhere, no face masks. It was so nice to not that I'm like, you know, anti COVID, blah blah blah. But it was just nice to feel normal and the we took our masks off when we got off the plane and we didn't put our masks on until we were boarding the plane to fly home. So it was just really nice to just you know, smile at people. <laughs> Although I have been mouthing fuck off to people behind my mask for many months, so I don't know if that's going to stop anytime soon. But, you yeah, know, it was just a lovely break. And yeah, yeah, and apart from that, we're, we're work and trying to. Um, I have got quite a good bright and tan at the moment, so. You do. Trying to work on that before. Before that time of year hits, yeah, we're which going is to very misery. soon. So. Although I have to say, I do love autumn. I mean, it is my season because obviously I am a huge fan of a certain holiday or celebration that happens in autumn, and it's just Would that I'm be not... the Hall- Halloween. Oh, girl, you have just made up the best. Name ever. That has to be my drag name. Oh, Hello Queen. Hello Queen. Yeah. Oh my god, I love it. Well, that's the name of the party, sorted. Um, but yeah, because we can, we have Hello Queen, and then we have Pippi's birthday, and then we have Sophia's birthday, and then yes. we have, you know, oh Christmas. Well, then exactly. So we have to. It's a bit of a process, you see, because you've got. The lead up to Halloween, so so it happens gradually in this house. We get out the cushions. Well, I say we, me, and it kind of yeah. leads Lawrence into this sort of false sense of security. So I just bring out the odd cushion, pop them around, and then we build up slowly until we get to the full blown decor. And then after, like, what, so Lawrence is like, "What are you doing with that coffin? <laughs> Where did you get a coffin? Who's in the coffin? Why is it covered in dirt?" <laughs> Why are those police chasing you? <laughs> Stop giving away all my Shut secrets! Up, <laughs> oh, well, you know, girl, with all the r- real crime we watch, <laughs> there could be a real. Oh, no, there, there's some, there's some like cases on the news at the moment, and it's oh, awful to say, but I am gagging for the documentaries. But none um, of them are releasing any info. This is what's so crazy, and you just like you say, you're waiting for the docos on them once it's all kind of put to, put to bed because there's no information about why or who or how or anything it's just that this yeah. has happened and they've so arrested you someone a crime and investigation will have all the oh, answers with wait. a very annoying voiceover oh yes <laughs> and you have to wait ages because they repeat the same things over and over until they finally yes. get to the answer so but yes yeah, so we- we are in that time of year. I mean, I always class it as when Strictly Come Dancing starts. Right. That is the end of summer and the countdown mm-hmm. to 
the C word that I am not going to say just yet because it's <laughs> still quite a way away. But... No, we, we can't say until we've had Halloween, until we've had your birthday and Sophia's birthday. I think after Sophia's birthday, we're then allowed to yeah. kind of start talking about it. So it's good because it means that we've got like a good lead in. So we have Halloween, then I can take those decorations down, then I can put up Sophia's decorations, and then I can take that down. And then I can start bringing out the Christmas. <laughs> I'm not going to say the word. The festive cushions. Oh my god, it's all about the cushions for the holidays. Oh, it? I know, I know. I've, I like a festive cushion. Anyway, exactly. let's let's you let's sit carry on. It's not a holiday. That's my motto. <laughs> oh my god. Anyway, right. Let's get on. So. <laughs> so we've decided that this episode is going to be a bit different, isn't it? Because we've kind of come up with a new idea. Well, I say we. Yeah. We, me. Yeah. Well, no, we were just saying before uh, the podcast that, like, we both met up with people during this crazy time that we're all going through, and once you've talked about what you've binge-watched and work, there's not that much going on, is there, really? Because we're all waiting for things to get back to normal and to go out and go hog-wild. <laughs> but it's not that time yet, unless you, you know... 20 years younger than we are um, so we thought why not do some themed episodes where we talk about things that we like and we could have different themes so we thought we'd talk about on this episode films everybody loves a good film mm-hmm. and everyone can rant about a bad film so we thought we'd do something around that and then maybe in the future we'd do one about music or Books, and then he will get bored of that, and then we'll go back to talking about RuPaul's Drag Race. <laughs> Don't hit that unsubscribe button yet, though. We, give us a chance. No, we'll we'll do still this. Still, we talk about RuPaul's Drag Race. <laughs> We're not done. Um, yeah, RuPaul's Drag Race UK season three starts tomorrow night. Yes, it does. Yes. So. Just check that actually, because yeah, we, you thought it was tonight, didn't you? But yes, it's tomorrow night. I, just, I was wrong. I'm getting confused. Strictly Bake Off. Oh, there's so race. many. There's, there's so too many. Much to think about. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see that lineup. Neither of us are really that familiar with any of the girls, but it'll be interesting no. to see what happens. But that's probably because I'm 44 years old and not a Instagram queen. <laughs> <laughs> No, I don't, I don't know, because I think, like you say, I think these are all insta-queens, aren't they? And they're not really sort of traditional sort of drag that we are familiar with. So maybe that's where it's maybe, it is an age thing, like you say, but I wouldn't say it's It's definitely an age thing. But, you, know. you know, I look forward to seeing them controlling a crowd at the Vauxhall Tavern on a Sunday afternoon very soon. Oh, God, yeah. <gasps> where they will a... be eaten alive. <laughs> But anyway, that's just me. That's just me. That's just my opinion. It's not the opinion of two bottles in podcast. It's just my opinion. Okay. Fine. <laughs> okay. Um, <coughs> so we thought we'd talk about films. Um, just stuff start. that interests people. Things that everybody likes. Yeah, yeah everyone likes to talk about films. Everybody and likes Especially this now, stuff. Like, now that things are going back to normal, the cinemas are opening. I, yeah. as we've talked about on this podcast before, I used to go to the cinema three or four times a week. I have just booked me and Warren are going in two weeks' time to the cinema <gasps> to see James Bond because you have are to you? see James Bond at the cinema. You can't watch it anywhere else. So we're going to see the new James Bond film which has had some scripts written by the amazing, wonderful Phoebe Waller-Bridge. Oh, so, thieves. yeah, very excited. The trailer looks amazing. And yes. Yeah. So I, yeah. So it's all about films. I might, I might agree with you there, just because of Phoebe. Because actually, I, I don't know if he knows, but I have never seen a James Bond in the cinema. What? I know. What? I know. What? <sighs> What? It's okay. I, I thought I'd... I have thought you I'd ever seen of... a James Bond film? I have. I've seen the back catalogue. I actually did that with an ex of mine 
over the space of like six months, we watched James Bond every weekend. But then weekend. your TV screens are always quite huge, so maybe it was a bit like watching the cinema. <laughs> oh yes, anything smaller have, than like, a fifty-five Dolby inch. Dolby sound and like. Yeah. It's probably better than the cinema. <laughs> Who knows? I don't know about that. But yes, no. So I have seen all the films, but yeah, no, um, maybe, maybe, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I'm just a bit of a northerner about cinemas. Cinemas to me are a bit irritating because you pay an arm and a leg and mm. it's all just a bit too expensive like you know when you want to go and like see a film and you have to spend an arm and a leg on a ticket and then you're hungry so obviously you want some popcorn because obviously you're not going to get better popcorn than at a cinema so you're gonna get some popcorn True. and then you definitely want a drink because now all that popcorn you need a drink mm. and then and you need to go to a snacks. cinema that has a bar. Ooh. Because you need yeah. a drink drink. I'm not going to have some Fanta. No. <laughs> oh, have you been to those cinemas? The, oh, what are they called? The ones in London? Is it the a... electric? No, it's all like table service. Oh, fabulous. is it that one? Yeah, I thought they, I thought there was a brand, but yeah, that's the one where you can all get table service and you can get like your wine, you've got a cooler in your, in the side of the sofa. And they encourage you to take your shoes off. the one we're going to is quite nice. Like, mm. we're sat on, like, it's like a couple's seat. Yes, yes. Um, and there's definitely a bar. It's near where we live. It's called the Duke of York's in Brighton. It, it is one. It's I think it is Britain's oldest cinema. <gasps> no way. But it's like... Check you. Maybe five minutes, ten minutes walk away. Oh, you're, you're so in the hubbub. You're uh, in the middle. No, right. So relevant. So okay. So yes. Yeah, so basically, we thought we'd talk about films and what we like and what you know our thoughts are, and see if you guys think the same, and if you've got any other thoughts or differing opinions to let us yeah, know. Yeah, or film recommendations. Yes, yes, defo. Because Absolutely. we've watched everything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I think know. We've probably both got like a list. I know that you're building up a list of like TV shows to binge. Oh my god, so much, so much! So, but that can be another episode. That can be another conversation. Keep the suggestions coming in. Yeah. Unless it's something starring Julia Roberts, in which case I've seen it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! So, quick question though, before we start this. So, Pip, I gave you access uh, to Disney Plus a couple of mm, weeks ago. You did. Let's have a quick, uh, quick summary. Go on. I've been watching the Golden Girls. Oh my God. Come on, please tell me you've had a little route round. It's amazing. I've had a route round. There's loads of stuff I want to watch. Oh my God, so much. I've watched the Golden Girls. <laughs> <laughs> well done. I have all of the Golden Girls on DVD, but it's, it's nice easy. to just be able to just go... And I know every single episode word for word, so it's nice just to be like, ooh, I need to watch that episode in series six where Dorothy says, oh, there it is. And that's <laughs> that's it. good, right? That's Disney it. Plus is one of those underrated no, things I think a lot of people don't realise. You just want to watch a Disney film as a 44 year old gay man. <laughs> you just well, feel like, I need to see cats and mice dancing and singing. Well, it's true. It's very true. But I think there's so many amazing things on there. Like they've got all the X-Men films. They've got Star Wars. They've got all the Marvel yes. collection. But they've got amazing documentaries as well. Lots there are some incredible things on there. Fascinating documentaries. Really good, like um, series and sort of specials and one-offs and things. And then they've got loads of really good sort of like archive and sort of stuff from the, you know, the past. Past, that sounds really kind of <laughs> but, the past but do you know what I mean like they've got oh, last this. week <laughs> they've got last week's episodes of Neighbours it's <laughs> amazing all this historical information and they've got loads of things like the Golden Girls they've got really good and they've got yes, a great back I mean, catalogue anywhere that has the Golden Girls is a friend of mine yeah. so opinion is get it i think everybody doesn't realize how good it is everybody thinks it's just disney films it isn't it's way more there's some amazing lgbt stuff on there there's some amazing documentaries on pride and the history of pride there's a trans documentary on there there's stuff about yes. um uh, gay people that work for disney um there's all sorts of stuff it, i think i think it's so it's, people that work for disney then 
<laughs> isn't everyone that works for Disney gay? Isn't that, is that on the application? <laughs> I, maybe it doesn't need to be on the application. <laughs> just like, yeah. Oh, you're a guy. You want to work for Disney. Okay. Yeah, How do you want the children process. feel about that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you have to. Yeah, you have to say but your, your favourite Golden Girls quote, and then you're in. That's that's exactly, the way to do it. Exactly, that's it. So. Name the four Golden Girls and the actresses who played them. <gasps> that is wrong. Get out. <laughs> so yeah. Anyway, so right. Okay. So big tip for t- Disney uh, Plus. Just thought I could put it out there because I think it's great. Um. So okay, let's jump in. So I'm going to try and start this because I think Philip, you are a film buff. Aficionado, okay. some might say. Yeah. Um, yeah. No. Uh, so I'm going to ask you some questions, yes, right? And I'm hoping that this provokes your thoughts, and you'll be able to <laughs> say stuff as well. Well, I can say stuff. I've had a glass of wine, so I mean, you know, what, oh, what um, can go wrong there? Relevant stuff. Relevant. Okay. Well, okay. that might be a bit tricky. Okay. Right. So, Pip. Yeah. Let's start easy. What's your favourite film? My favourite film ever. I mean, there's quite a few that, you know, there's not one. I mean, there is one. But there's loads that I have <laughs> There just... isn't one, but there is one. No, but, like... Put a so pin many, in the sand, woman. There's so many films that you adore and so many films that you've watched so mm-hmm. many times and they never get boring. Mm-hmm. You can quote every line. But my favourite film of all time is The Colour Purple. <gasps> Good fi- Oh, that's deep. Yeah. That's meaningful. Well, you know, I watched it. I think I watched it when I was really young. Right. I think I was either off school sick or something and it was on during the day because it's not I think maybe it's a 12 or a 15 or something like that. But, yeah, I just watched it. And growing up as a white boy in a white town, mm-hmm. it really was a white town, I had not seen that kind of story before, I would not seen that kind of film before, I would not seen a film where all of the characters were black. And it was just like, ugh. And it was so brilliantly done and acted and epic and I just loved it and then as soon as I was old enough to kind of get it on DVD I bought it on DVD and yeah I probably watch it at least once a year just as a kind of sit down let's watch The Colour Purple because it's got you know it's got Whoopi Goldberg it's got Danny Glover it's got the queen that is Oprah Winfrey Directed by Steven Spielberg. Amazing story. It makes you laugh. It makes you cry. It makes you very angry. It's just a great film. So why do you think at such a young age it resonated with you? What was the emotional sort of trigger there? I think it was just, you know, not knowing the stories, not knowing the history, not knowing that these lives had happened because... Nobody had ever told me that these lives had happened or not probably even knowing much about racism because we don't learn about black history in schools. We don't know anything. Um, And also just loving the performances. It's a very female, powerful film. It was written, the book was written by Iris Walker strong female characters which gay men I'm making a sweeping statement but gay men (laughs) tend to lean towards strong female characters Um, and I think gay men also lean towards marginalised people that are downtrodden Mm. people that have faced prejudice and discrimination and so yeah I just loved it but it's, it's it's I'm making it sound really sad and tragic. It's a very triumphant film as things go on. Um, and there are certain moments of female strength that, you know, you can quote instantly and just be like, yes! Yeah, it's because... a very empowering film, isn't it? Like you're saying, triumphant's a really yeah. strong word. It's it's very... Uh, and it like... was 
it was Whoopi Goldberg's first ever film. She'd been a stand-up and a character comic before that, and then all of a sudden she turns into it, it, this epic Steven Spielberg-directed picture and nails it, and and then she goes back to comedy afterwards. She doesn't do any serious roles for years and years and years. But she does this one role where she's a victim of domestic violence, um, the worst kind of domestic violence and sexual violence, and and she overcomes it. And it's um, yeah, you just watch it and it's um, it shouldn't be a feel good film, but it it really is a feel good film. So, no, yeah. but I can imagine I can understand what you're saying because the whole premise of the film obviously is about challenge and how to overcome and like you say, sort of the, the triumphant sort of um, side of it. It's, it's a really, really powerful, poignant film. And, you know, I think sort of what you're saying about resonating with it at such a young age is probably because you felt some of what they were going through and some of the feelings that they were having and the way they sort of fought back with things that you aspired to do. You wanted to fight back. I know we've talked about it before that you, you know, you, you had a tough time at school with bullying and things and... You know, it, mm. I can understand how that really resonated with you. It is a very, very inspiring film, and a very amazing film to have as have as your favorite, like your favorite film of all time. It's really kind of. Oh yeah, I don't think I definitely don't think I'm the only one. It's um, it's a classic, and it deserves more praise than it gets. It was nominated for like fourteen Oscars and didn't win any of them. <gasps> really. Oh, yeah. oh, that's oh, so sad. No, anyone would think the Academy was um, institutionally racist, but I'm sure that's not it. <laughs> um, anyway, that was just that's my opinion, not the opinion of two bottles in podcasts. Um, <laughs> or any of us sponsors. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. So not our, no. So not shoe zone. Not Asda. <laughs> not my little pony. Yeah. Okay. Um, so yeah favourite film what would your favourite film be to throw it back in your face yeah so this is you've just come up with like this epic film (laughs) (laughs) and yours is going to be Weekend at (laughs) Birdies no I've got Rachel (sighs) no my film's obscure it's Mm. really obscure it's um, from 1943 and it's a musical um, and it's uh, it's <laughs> it's called Hello Frisco Hello. And some people that might be listening to this who are big musical fans from the nineteen forties might know it. It's with Alice Faye, <clears throat> who is amazing. And it is I have a very very strong emotional attachment to this film through my mum and my grandma. So when I was younger, uh, it's hard to believe, but uh, I was younger once upon a time and my <laughs> I I didn't grow up with cartoons I grew up with musicals so when I was under 12 like when everybody's watching like you know kids TV my mum and my grandma would put on these musicals so I was seeing like Ginger Rogers Fred Astaire Judy Garland oh my you god know. that explains everything <laughs> <laughs> there you go <laughs> So, so you were gay before any of your friends Before were gay. I even knew it. I, I really didn't realise. Uh, and you it were did just actually... like, well, some gay men show <laughs> up, so I'm not doing these dance routines on my fucking own. Oh my god, the dance routines. Uh, were and then epic. you got to like 19, you were like, oh, there you are, finally. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. Five, six, the... seven, eight, go. <laughs> so it's, it's really funny you say that. My aunt, my dear Auntie Joyce, who you know you know very well, and 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 lots of my friends do, because she's epic. Um, she she said to me once a couple of years ago, and she just goes, "Do you know what? I always knew you were going to be a friend of Dorothy." And I was like, "I think you've got that wrong, Auntie Joyce. I wasn't quite. I'm not a friend of Dorothy. I'm a friend of a friend. Do you get it? Your friend yeah. of friend. Yeah." And she was like, "No, but you really liked Wizard of Oz." And I was, <laughs> Oh, I was like, oh, Auntie Joyce. Auntie oh. Joyce. Anyway, it was just, I, 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 I don't. Sorry, uh, one of those things again. Wine. Anyway, um, 
so yes, this film, amazing. It was, uh, it's basically set in San Francisco back in the times of the whole sort of cabaret thing, you know, when they're on the docks and it's all about the different cabarets and it's, oh, it's just, a, it's a wonderful film with loads of great songs in it and I'm assuming that nobody's seen this so I'm just kind of like not wanting to well, give no, it away. Well, no, I'm a gay man and I mean, I'm not a huge musicals fan but I can't say I've ever heard of it. So this is the thing. Lots of people haven't heard of it, but there's lots of famous songs in it that people will have heard of. Um. So it's one of those. Um, but it's amazing, and I just love the characters. And any time I feel very, very sad or very low, and obviously through, you know, I, I, like I've said before on the pod, I've had lots of depression bouts and, you know, uh, sort of significant moments in my life where it's been quite dark. And this film's got me through it. It's just a film about hope and joy and how you can aim to be one thing, but actually when you realise who you truly are, that's where you feel safest and com most comfortable and most confident. And it really brought me through a lot of dark times. And it brings me back to times when, you know, I sat, I sat curled up with my grandma watching it and, you know, it was just a safe space for me. It's an absolutely amazing movie to me be interesting to hear what everybody else thinks of it when they do watch it but um to it's me i think it's interesting that both of our favorite films have that same kind of vibe mm. message and vibe yeah yeah hey you know so so yes that was my favorite film and yeah I, I encourage you all to check it out and let me know what you think um yeah it's okay. uh, it's it is very difficult to find so if you don't have a copy let me know i can uh, probably uh not send you one because we don't transfer illegally, we want everybody to purchase their films, you know, properly through the right channels. Disclaimer. <laughs> Jesus Christ, don't break any laws. Anyway, so let's move on. Okay, so that was our two favourite films. Uh, so a film, Pip, I want mm. to know that a film that everybody loves that you hate, is there one that you hate that everybody in the world thinks is the best film ever? Oh, God. This is really controversial. Oh, my God, am I going to put the phone down? I don't know if it's... I found this really hard because... It's not so much that I don't like... There's certain films that I should have seen that I haven't seen and I don't have any desire to see them. And I think it's maybe part of... If everybody loves something, then I immediately don't want to buy into the hype. Really <laughs> oh my god, I'm so desperate to know. Go on. But it's films that everyone's seen that I haven't seen or haven't sat through the whole of. So, I guess the main example would be The Wizard of Oz. <laughs> you okay? Rack. I just I haven't. Um, but you've seen Wicked. I've seen Wicked. So you kind of know what's going on. I know the story of the Wizard of Oz. I'm not like you know. I'm Straight. Not a crazy, <laughs> I'm not a crazy person. Um, I mean, it's not that hard to follow. <laughs> it's not like Citizen Kane. Okay. Which everybody says they like, and they're all liars. Um, but also films like uh, the first time I saw The Sound of Music was probably about ten years ago, and that's because I was dragged to a sing-along Sound of Music. Um, the first time I saw E.T. was probably two or three years ago. The first time I saw Grease was probably less than two years ago. Um, I just haven't seen a lot of the films that people go, oh my god. I can't believe you've not seen that. I'm like, well, ugh, I was probably watching The Golden Girls. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, hold so, on, hold on. So there's a theme to your films that everybody loves that you hate. They all tend to surround music. It sounds yeah. this way. I have a thing with... I don't mind... I love a good musical. But As in, in the, in the theatre? In a theatre, unless uh -huh. they are singing things that don't need to be sung. Oh, so, so if someone's a... talking 
and then suddenly birds in the song. But if they go like, oh my god, I'm going to sit in a chair, like, no, <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> just go and sit in the chair. You don't need to think about that. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, if you have sex for the first time and you want to think about it, not yourself out. But don't be like, I'm going to open the door. <laughs> oh, just open the door. Just open the door. And then close okay, it behind okay, you. I get you. Because okay. that might mean it's the interval. Bye. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. But I've sat through many an enjoyable musical. So. Okay. So, basically, you're a film musical pessimist. Yeah, I don't know how enjoyable sitting in a cinema and paying is going to be when people are going to keep thinking at me. <laughs> That's it. Oh, That's yeah, I like people fine. singing. That's really because yeah. I like singing. Yeah. But, okay, all right. Well, that's fair enough. That's, I can understand if it's more of a theatre thing to you rather than a film thing. Fair enough. But, um, okay, do you want to know mine? Yes, please. So again, it's kind of a controversial, but I think there's going to be a group that I need to belong to somewhere. <laughs> like a support group. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just, I'm, just open, I'm just opening the wolf blast. S- screw lid then, screw lid. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, is it chilled? Have you got a chiller? Very important. Have you got chill on the wine? Oh, shame on you. Shame, it's been shame. In, it's, been in the, uh, it's been in the wine fridge. Oh, so. darling, okay. Fine. Fine. Whatever. Preston Park resident. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, go. What is the... Okay. Uh... Titanic. <gasps> what? I can't stand it. I can't stand the film. I hate it. I can't, I, I, I can't deal with it. Like... I can I can watch it. I just don't like it. I get very angry by the end. I just I just no. Why do you get? I mean, I don't know. It just I can't. Stand I mean, obviously, it. there's reasons to get angry at the end because the boat sinks and thousands <laughs> of people die. Oh yeah, there's that. Spoiler alert. <laughs> um, but why is that? Why you get angry at the end, or no, is it because I not just... enough people die? I just think it's a bad story. Like. And I'm very good at liking bad stories. And I just don't get it. <laughs> I'm like, it's the most random, stupid... And I like stupid. <laughs> I don't understand. I know, I mean, it's a stupid... It is stupid that it's all framed around this love story. And it is a bit weird. I think the one-liners are ridiculous. That's probably what it is. Cause it's all like, oh, 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 Jack. Don't be like one of your French oh. girls. Yeah, oh, my God. And like the whole steam in the freaking car when they're having sex. I'm like, oh, come on it. God's sake, open a crack open a window. Do you know when I went to see that at the cinema? So I went to see it at the cinema when it came out. Yeah. And with um, an ex. And uh, it was in Sheffield. And I started crying when the old couple are embracing. Oh. And I did not stop crying until we arrived back at his house which was a 45 minute drive away <laughs> I was in oh girls I couldn't stop crying the only time I stopped crying was um, well the bit that always annoys me is when Kate Winslet is on that huge piece of wood floating in the ocean and apparently there's not enough room for Leonardo DiCaprio so he has to plunge to his death and she's like Jack can you barely get a word out and then a rescue boat comes past and she's like oi oi (laughs) 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 and next thing you know she's fine meanwhile he's just like slipping away like frozen in the water like the blue diamond (laughs) and I'm like uh Kate oh honestly blood on your hands girl it is not, yeah, it's not for me. I've tried it twice, and the second time I think I got more annoyed. And I don't know whether it's because, you know when you've got a film about a story that was so tragic in the world, and it was such a 
a huge tragedy and I know there's been other tragedies which are similar since and everything like that but obviously it's such a poignant moment in history and I think I just got annoyed that they kind of Hollywood like changed the whole thing and like I think I don't know I just got really annoyed and yeah, I get annoyed that like you know the the old couple and like sort of the the mum and the dad and the and the little boy and like these people were people. <laughs> I don't know. I just got really bothered that they weren't getting the centre stage and I'm, this fucking no. stupid couple from like our ends of the society like fall in love in the space of two hours and decide that they're going to be forever lovers. Yeah. <laughs> Make believe couple. Um. Yeah. I mean. I think at the time when I saw it in the cinema, I mean, it was such an epic film. And a lot of it was stuff that you hadn't seen before, and the actual scenes of the boat sinking. I mean, it was like... It still won a bucket load of Oscars, because well, it was just to look at, it was yeah. insane. And the bit where mm. the boat snaps in two... I mean, oh, my God. But the central love story, I was a bit... Ugh. But, disclaimer, I fucking love Kate Winslet and she can do no wrong. But apart from that, it's fine. Okay, no, I, I agree with the Kate Winslet, but I'm thinking post-1999 Kate Winslet. Yeah, I mean, now she's just yeah, doing she's what she wants right to do. Yeah. She's that kind of actress that she's just yeah. like, I'm just going to do a random TV series mm-hmm. and win an Emmy for it because, you know, I'm Kate Winslet. Oh, yeah. Now, I've got all the feels. Back then, no way. You can do yeah. one. So okay, well that's that's okay. I'm glad that you've kind of sort of seen my angle. That that that's good. I We're totally kind of get it. Each other's. Mm-hmm. But if it's ever on, I will sit down and watch it. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, babe. I'm glad for the support. Even though it's like ninety-seven hours long, but I will watch it. Oh but yeah, it's James really Cameron. long. It's yeah. really long. But anyway, okay, okay. So right, so let's move on. Worst film. What's your worst film? What's the film that you just think is the most ridiculous thing you've ever seen? So I've walked out of the cinema twice in my entire <gasps> life. Really? And, you know, I've sat through some stuff. Mm-hmm. But the first time I walked out of the cinema was Batman and Robin, which <gasps> was the... I think it it was George Clooney was playing Batman and Arnold Schwarzenegger was playing Mr. Freeze. Yep, I remember. I, yep, I know it, I know and it. And it was yep. just full of every cliched line in the book. And I was just like, you know what? I don't think George Clooney's going to get naked in this film. <laughs> no point to this. And There's I don't no think nakedness. Arnold Schwarzenegger's going to deliver an Oscar nominated performance, so I'm just going to go. <laughs> So that was one. And then there was one, I think it was called The Guru or The Love Guru. Oh, with um, um, them. And Justin Timberlake was in it. Oh. And Jimmy Mystery from East is East. And Mike Myers was in it, I think. Yes, Mike Myers, that's who I thought it was. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, that. I was just like, nope, life's too short. There'd been a few other films that I would have walked out of. The most recent one, I think, was... I think it was called Late Night with Emma Thompson. And I bloody love Emma Thompson, but it was just a pile of crap. Film. Oh, that's where she's a show Oh, there's a, another one with host. Tiffany Haddish called... I can't remember what that was called. It was a... I hate this phrase, but it was a proper chick flick. Tiffany Haddish and somebody else, and it was just awful. Oh wait, is that the one about the perfume or the makeup or something? Yes. Yeah, no. It's Rose Byrne from Bryce Mays. Absolutely Mm -hmm. horrific film. Um, So yeah, I will generally sit through a huge amount of crap. (laughs) But I mean, the joy of watching uh, films at home is that you can let rip and just go, oh my god, what a load of people found on that in the cinema. Unless you're in America. And then I was just going to say, if you're in America, they are quite happy to let you know how they feel about the film. <laughs> Bullshit! Bullshit! <laughs> oh my um, God, it's so funny. So oh. 
And at home, you can just turn it off. Just mm-hmm. be like, oh, God, let's just watch QI. Yeah. <laughs> let's just watch. There's bound to be an episode of QI on somewhere. There's somewhere. There always is. Yes, Dave. Go to Dave. Always Dave, Dave Javier. Yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, generally, I will sit down and watch anything um, apart from horror. I quite like horror. I, yeah, I have to be in the mood for thrillers and horrors, but yeah, I I, I agree that sort of thrillers, love. Yeah. Horror, blood, guts, gore for no. Yeah, I don't reason. need the blood and no. guts. Yeah, it's like shoot 'em up films. Don't need them. Yeah. Don't need them. Because yeah. We have enough of that in London. Why do we need more? What is it? As Jennifer Saunders said, she was talking about bridesmaids, and she said, "See, you can't." Fake an orgasm and you can't say the C word, but you can shoot a million people with guns. You can't <laughs> light a cigarette in a film, but you can shoot people with guns and drive cars really fast and mm-hmm. chop a man in half, mm-hmm. but you can't say the C word because that might offend somebody. <laughs> and I couldn't agree with them more. And the majority of the cinema-going public are women, so need to make more films for women. Thank yeah, and not much. films that are, like you say, the chick flick stuff. No, that's, like proper, that's intelligent, exactly. amazing, give some amazing roles to women. Mm-hmm. And there yeah, are more actresses than Meryl Streep. <laughs> <laughs> and Viola Davis could play Batman. Come on, let's oh. do it. I love Viola Davis. Oh my god. Viola Davis is so. <gasps> the what best. a woman. I totally. Do you know what? Can you imagine being out for a drink with her and someone starts on you? She got you back. She got. She she could just talk them buggers down. Like, it's just no, no, it's just with that gift where she just picks up a bag and walks off. Yeah. Like, <sighs> yeah. I'm, I'm, like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I don't know what you guys just said, but Viola Davis is leaving the building. <laughs> Make wise choices. She's gone. <laughs> so yeah. Anyway. Yeah. What was your worst film? Okay. So I have thought of one. Um, Avatar. <gasps> I've never seen it. Oh my god! Don't. This is honestly. I've just. It's James I've, Cameron again. It is James Cameron. Oh my you god! Maybe I've got to see it. to James Cameron. <laughs> Did you ever see? when Tina Fey and Amy Poehler were hosting, hosting the Golden Globe Awards <coughs> and Catherine Bigelow was, I think, the first woman who ever won Best Director. And she'd done... She was nominated for Zero Dark Thirty, I think, which was all about torture. And Amy Poehler, in her speech, said... Um, I've not been really following the controversy around Zero Dark Thirty, but when it comes to torture, I will believe a woman that was married to James Cameron for three years. (laughs) 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 And the camera went to Catherine Bigelow and she was laughing her head off. (laughs) Because it's kind of an open joke that he is very good at what he does, but also a complete arsehole. Yeah, just Avatar just did not appeal at no, all. No, I. It was a bit so. You know how it was the first sort of three D experience. I went to watch it in the um the BFI IMAX in Waterloo in London. It was a huge deal. You know, uh, I went with an ex and really excited to see it. And I just sat there and I I just kept playing with my glasses, <laughs> just like going blurry clear blurry clear <laughs> fuzzy that's <clears throat> that's not so the sign of a good film <laughs> and it's so long again it's another bloody Blue. epic film you're like oh, I'm so bored <laughs> no that's so, yes. cinema that huge and it's not easy to escape from like the roads are about 200 seats long so oh. you say, excuse me excuse me Excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. I can't actually get out of here. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to have to die. Yeah. Oh my god. So, yeah, so that's my 
Where's film? I think it just was, and I don't think it was bad. I I just didn't. I didn't. I think maybe they lost me at the beginning. Maybe they made it too complicated. Maybe I'm not clever enough. Uh, Maybe there's people out there going, "What? It's the most amazing storyline." I'm like, yeah. I don't don't think I've heard many people say that about it at all. I think it was a lot of a lot of synopsis for nothing really. Yeah, it was just the whole thing about the guy being a paraplegic, a military person, and he goes into this like other world, and I was just like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? And he falls in love with this other person. I'm like, but how? I don't get it. It's so confusing. Maybe uh, show, yeah. just pop me in front of a screen, show me a prostitute falling in love with Richard Gere, and even have a neighbour after. <laughs> Done. Oh. I need to watch that soon. Oh my god, I love Pretty Woman. I know. It's I just the music it. as well. I don't think I've watched it for about three days now. <gasps> that is unheard <laughs> of for you. No, and it's on ITV2 every weekend. Oh my god. Oh. Okay, so so that's our worst films. I'm glad we got that over with. That was that was a you know bit bit of therapy right there. Uh, yeah. So, okay, last one. I'm going in for controversial. A film that's meant to be bad, but you love it. Well, see, I haven't really read any reviews of this film, so I don't know if it's meant to be bad. Oh, okay. Go for it. I'm interested now. But I don't think it's won any awards. I don't think that it would be any on any lists of like the best films of all time mm-hmm. it's a film um, I can't remember the year it stars Lisa Kudrow okay. and Mira Savino and Alan Cumming <gasps> I love Alan Cummings and it's called Romeo and Michelle's High School Reunion <laughs> are you kidding you can't say that as a film that's meant to be bad because it's brilliant well, no, because I've sat and watched it with people that have appreciated it, and then I've sat with people that have gone, what was that? I mean, those people are no longer in my life. Obviously, yeah, yeah. Rejected, deleted, yeah. Unfold, defended, yeah, blocked, reported to the police. Obviously, yeah. But I just think it's the funniest film ever it will always cheer me up it's completely stupid it involves dream scenes <laughs> so it involves fake inventions it involves <laughs> Lisa Kudrow basically Post-it. playing a slightly bitchy version of Phoebe <laughs> but it's and it, but it's also set in the 80s so there's loads of 80s tunes in it um, uh, time after time Bess and Delorpa makes a mm. very special appearance at one point <laughs> they dress up for fancy dress and they call the Madonna twins so obviously that takes lots of boxes <laughs> it's just but always cheer me up and it's it's I won't hear a word said against it it's it's stupid and I love it so yeah Okay, so um, I, I kind of accept the whole sort of it's meant to be bad thing. I get that. But yeah, mm. it's ter- it's one of those films that sort of, I think they were sort of obviously trying to take the piss so much that it actually turned out to be epically amazing because they went yeah, well, to I that think they're perfect just place. Too, I mean, they're actually really amazing comedy actresses. So, yeah. And Janine Garofalo is in it as well, and she's absolutely amazing. Oh, she's so, so funny in it. <gasps> they, they made the most of probably not the best script but they just turned the characters around and it was just and it's another film from you know being bullied at school yeah the whole point of the film is their lives in the external world's views haven't amounted to much and they're invited to a school reunion and they decide to make up these amazing lives to make themselves look better. But when they get to the reunion, they realise that the most important thing is their friendship with each other and the fact that they are successful because of their friendship. And that is what's going to make them successful. And so 
Really? I mean, so many levels. But <laughs> for gay boys and whoever was bullied at school, they go and confront their bullies and say, like, yeah. <laughs> it's just... And so you watch it and it's a total throwaway film. But also you're kind of watching it going, yeah, yeah, you go girls. <laughs> And they dance really well. So oh my god, their dance routines are epic. I love it. It's really good. I think it's brilliant. No, I think, yeah, maybe it takes a, a special type of person to think it's crap, but I think that most people have grown up appreciating that. I hope so. I hope so too. Now, when we were talking about this, I said I wanted to talk about... <laughs> it's probably not a good end to the podcast, but... I want to talk about the film that made me cry the most. All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I just need... Because I think if people have seen this film, they will just get what I'm talking about straight away. Okay. Okay. Have you seen a film called Dancer in the Dark? Starring Bjork. No. Okay. So, I used to go out with... Um, a Greek guy and he came out and he rented the video this is how long ago it was rented the video and brought it around and said this is uh, Bjork and it's amazing it's directed by Lars von Trier so it's quite art house to give you the basic idea of the film Bjork is going blind oh my god and that yeah. is the start of the film She's going blind. She has a, a young child, a boy. Her blindness is hereditary. So he could potentially be going blind at the same time. She has a piece of shit factory job and she's saving every single penny that she earns and putting it into a pot so that she can save up enough money so that he can have an operation so that he can see. Wow. At one point, her landlord comes around to her caravan and sees where she's keeping all this money. He steals the money from her. She doesn't notice because she's blind. <laughs> she works out that he's stolen the money. How she did she work that out? Oh, my God. Because she goes into the pot after he's left the caravan and the money has gone. Oh, so she she gets a gun. She goes to his house. She shoots. There's a struggle. She shoots him. She kills him. Oh. And the film ends with her being... And it's... Oh, and also, it's a musical. What? So occasionally she breaks into Bjorky songs. And some of the songs are co-written by uh, Tom York from Radiohead. Oh, my God. So occasionally she breaks into songs. So she's singing the last song while she's got a noose around her neck because she's been hung. Mm. <laughs> oh, my God. I t- okay, and we definitely just, can't end on this. she's <laughs> about to be executed, her friend who worked in the factory runs up to her and hands her her son's glasses meaning they found the money, he doesn't need the glasses anymore because he's going to have the operation and be able to see, and then she's executed. Now, I've never cried so much <laughs> in my entire life. Jesus if you Christ. put all my family funerals together in a compilation, <laughs> I would not have cried as much as I cried at this film. I was like the 45 minutes after Titanic that was like a dress rehearsal <laughs> for the crying I did at this film I never want to see this film ever again and if somebody even mentions it I would probably be a sensitive oh my god so it's a good film uh huh but just make sure that you literally have a duvet-sized tissue. Is this like a based on a true story, or is this... Do we know? No, it's just the crazy things that go on in Lars von Trier's head. And oh apparently God. Bjork had a horrendous time making the film, and um, 
has never spoken to the director since. But it's um yeah. It's a doozy. It's a doozy. So I've just Googled it, right? And uh, on our IMDB, favourite site of uh, Lawrence and I, we love a good IMDB search. And the trivia, you know, the trivia bit, I always find, I, it's always my favourite bit. And it mm. says, Lars von Trier has said that each morning before filming, Bjork would say, Mr. von Trier, I despise you, and spit at him. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's a fun right. on set. Mm. Yeah. Fair that enough. Is... Well, that's um. Yeah. So, uh, thanks for listening, everyone. I'm just going to go and shake <laughs> yeah, an antidepressant we'll pill. A, we'll end on a positive. Um, so, um, this podcast is being recorded on. A Wednesday evening and last Friday um, Amazon Prime released Everybody's Talking <gasps> About Jamie oh good save babe film yes um, starring mentioned in the podcast before drag queen Myra Dubois has a guest role in the film uh, my friend Dan who is in <laughs> Sheffield is in the film he is. I've watched it. I've not seen him. I'm sure he's there somewhere. Dan, if you're listening, pop me a note through. I'll <laughs> take my house field for you. Um, but um, anyone that doesn't know, it's based on a true story of uh, a teenage boy who wanted to go to his school prom in drag. And then it was made into a Western musical. And then well, firstly, they had a documentary on BBC Three, and like you say, it's available on iPlayer. Yeah, There's a documentary, uh, and I think it's called Jamie Drag Queen at Sixteen. Yes, something like that, isn't it? And so, so they did this documentary about him leading up to his prom, and how he ended up, you know, what he, what happened at his prom, and then yeah, that I remember them saying in an interview once that. He said as soon... They hadn't even finished the documentary. It was as soon as he had sort of gone to his prom, I think, that someone approached him and said, yeah, I I, I want to make this into a musical. Um, yeah. And it's the same director, the person who's di- who created the, the show, the musical show, the theatre show, has directed the film. Yes. So and there's the been continuation there, which is great. Dan Gillespie Sells, who's the lead singer of The Feeling. Um, So so there's some really great songs in there. um, And the film has Sarah Lancashire, Shabana Galati, Richard E. Grant, Myra Dubois, uh, Sharon Horgan, who's amazing as the um, teacher. Um, And, yeah, the guy who plays Jamie is absolutely outstanding. Yeah, Max Harwood, I think his name is, isn't it? Max Harwood, yes. And he's amazing. He he wants to be a drag queen himself, doesn't he? Uh, And, um, yeah, it's on Amazon Prime. It's free on Amazon Prime. So go and um, and check it out. So you've seen it. We watched it on Friday night, and Mm -hmm. it's a proper feel-good... Yeah. Feel good. Diversity is amazing. That kind of film. <laughs> Let's all and the amazing thing amazing. is, it's, it's based on a true story. That's the incredible part of this. So when you are watching it, there are some obviously bits that are. Uh, yeah, that have le- I'd recommend led- watching the documentary as well, just so to put it yes. into context. Yes, yes, I, um, I agree with that. Yeah, and definitely. also the musical is going on tour. Yes, and the UK. Bianca Del Rio. Winner of RuPaul's Drag Race Season 6 is going to be in the musical tour playing Loco Chanel, I think is his name. So, um, check your local listings. I was going to say, be careful because she is only playing from 2022. So they're touring at the moment and Leighton Williams is in at the moment. Um, And I think it's Shane Ritchie that's in it at the moment as Loco uh, Chanel. Uh, But Bianca's coming back over to the UK... Um, I think in January or February it's, it's next year it's 2022 that um, she's been playing the character but I saw her I saw her in the original uh, West End show 
uh, with Leighton Williams. So honestly, best combo, I think, hands down, best combo. I've seen, I saw the film, I, I uh, saw the, the show twice uh, with different characters and, and I definitely think Leighton and Bianca's the best combo, it's brilliant. So, Leighton yeah. Williams is amazing, preach. Yeah. So yeah, so ended on a positive. Um, yes, that go was good. And just, just go and watch that film and make you feel better about life and love and everything. <laughs> And oh yeah, yeah, and 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 the songs are amazing. They're so such good feel good songs. I think that you know that yes. they've got such a great sense of um, inspiration about them, and like oh, they're they're so relevant. They're so great. So. Apart from the one that the mum sings, which will make you cry. Oh yeah, about my boy or something. He's my boy. He's my boy. <gasps> yeah. Oh. Um, yeah. Anyway, get the tissues. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah okay good good work Pip that was a good ending good, I know good, I good thought i after my dreary Bjork fest and quickly just uh, how's the wolf blast how's it going down good yeah uh, it's going down alright actually yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. good, good finish much. to the, uh, the podcast with a good glass of wine so. not supposed to be drinking during the week the, uh, this is a special occasion but you know Making an exception. Trying to lose the weight. Trying to lose the lockdown weight. Oh my god, my lockdown lard is just staying put. There is no shift in this three stone of lard. Just oh. don't drink during the week. Yeah, I don't think that's the problem. <laughs> I think okay. it might be the three takeaways a week. Anyway, let's not talk about my yeah. uh, baiting habits because that could be very yep. depressing. Yep. So, okay, right, okay, babes, love it. Let's, let's, let's end it and uh, guys hope you've enjoyed it we will see you next sorry time sorry for the gap well I mean I mean, we, we, should, we might back. as well make it like a six monthly podcast now and then at least if it's five months people will be pleased <laughs> yeah exactly we'll be back in six months <laughs> or maybe sooner oh. I have a feeling <laughs> oh. you haven't seen the last of us okay yet. we need to put down that we're going to do one before Christmas Let's well, we agree definitely that. Do it before Christmas. We could do one in October, Pip. We could. If you know what I mean. Oh, I know exactly what you mean. And we Fabulous. might be in the same... The same room. Lights. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Okay. okay. Let's go. Well, guys, thank you so much for listening. And we hope you have enjoyed uh, today's podcast. And if you've got any films that you can recommend, let us okay. know. And or let us know your thoughts. You don't recommend. <laughs> yes, stay well. away from. Save us the hassle. Um, thank you for listening. Um, if you have liked this podcast, please like it, rate it, review it, <laughs> share it, love it, kiss it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> don't spit wine on the couch.